Let's continue here on Box to Row. We're joined by a gentleman in his ninth season as the director of track and field programs at North Carolina A&T. And uh, what a career he has had. As a matter of fact, what uh, a weekend it was for North Carolina A&T, both the men, men and women's track programs. The men finished third nationally in Division I. The women finished fourth. National championships all over the place for both programs. We're going to talk more about that. Dwayne Ross joins us here on Box to Row. Dwayne, congratulations and welcome back to the program. Hey, thank you so much. And uh, as always, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you. Your thoughts, I mean, what does it mean uh, to finish third and fourth respectively between the men and the women in the Division I track and field outdoor championships? Hey, well, it obviously is, is great for our student athletes and great for our institution. Uh, but it also tells our competition, you know, hey, to, to listen. You know, we've been saying this since day one that this is, this is going to come to pass and, uh, and we're not done. Uh, the goal has always went, been to win the national championship, and uh, we, we have every intention on doing that. But to, uh, you know, to come in here and walk out with uh, the men and women uh, taking the podium and being the only program in the country to do that, you know, that speaks volumes about our program being a complete program and being the best program in the country. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm big on my student athletes, you know, getting the, the respect they deserve. Uh, you know, they work hard. They don't work any less than anyone else in the classroom or on the track. Uh, so, yeah, that needs to be uh, brought to the forefront that this is the best program in the country. No question. And and you, you made a, a comment that I think really is apropos with respect, because uh, a lot of people say, well, HBCU program, the best HBCU program. But to your point, you finished third and fourth respectively in the country amongst all programs. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. It's interesting you mentioned winning a, an outright national championship. So in other words, finishing first uh, with respect to both the men and the women. Are you fully funded? Like how far away do you think you are from doing that? Uh, we're, we're, we're very close. We're very close. Uh, I get that question all the time about resources, and, and, and I can answer that with, hey, our administration, uh, you know, they, they're the best. Uh, we couldn't do what we do uh, without uh, our administration and our support staff. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we don't want for anything. You know, this, society and, and mainstream media will have you think that, you know, HBCUs are, you know, you, know, you know, living paycheck by paycheck. And, you know, that's just, that's just not the case. Uh, and whatnot, you know, this is a very strong institution. We have very strong support. Uh, and whatnot, we have, you know, some of the greatest facilities in the country. And whatnot, so we're we're right there. You know, we're right there. This has just been a, a um, you know, a, a process in, in building our program and you know, building some stability. And uh, it's not easy to win a championship. If it, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Uh, so when people ask, you know, you know, what, what are you missing? Well, just time. You know, time. And and time is on our side, and and we're heading that way. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I mean, in, in, in studying, not all the time, like I, I don't necessarily, and I'm not, that's not a good thing. I'm just saying, being honest, I don't necessarily study track and field, but, you know, it seems that when you add up the points, so you have to get a certain amount of points to win the championship and those type of things. Um, and, and sometimes, not just HBCUs, but sometimes smaller schools aren't able to have like the shot putter or the javelin thrower and, and all of that. I mean, do you ha- are you competing in every single event in the championships? Not yet. Not yet. We're very strong on the sprint and hurdle side. 
uh, and, and jumps. We we scored in the jumps, scored in the sprints and the hurdles. That's our strong suit. Uh, when I, you know, in every program, they may have balance, you know, a, across all events, but every program has a, a core. Uh, you know, they they have a, a strong event group that that scores a lot of points in NCAA's and at their conference championships, and we're no different. We're not so. We're, we're, we're getting there. This year we had, we had a, a young lady, Lauren James, uh, her first trip to the regional championships. It was our first time taking a thrower. She's a shot putter to the regional championships. Uh, this was the first year we've taken – we took two high jumpers, uh, two female high jumpers to the regional championships. And, and one of our high jumpers, you know, she made it to NCAAs. So this year was a first for us and that seeing that, you know, we are becoming that program that we can score points, you know, across the board and not just in the sprints and hurdles. And, and we're getting better every year. Is the goal is to get better, and I think we do a good job of that. So that'll get better, and as it gets better, you know, we'll score more points. You you mentioned the process. Nine years in, as the uh, again the director of track and field championships at North Carolina A and T. Can you take us through the process? In other words, the beginning when you came in uh, in two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. And, you know, maybe where the program was at that time to where uh, you with the student athletes, the administration, et cetera, has been able to grow the program. Yeah, well, when, when I came in, now make no mistake about it. Coach Roy Thompson was the, was the, uh, the coach uh, a couple of years before I came in. And he, he built a, a great foundation there. Uh, and then when he left, uh, another coach came in and he quickly left. And then another coach came in. Uh, and then he then he came in. I replaced him. So when I got there, you know, I think the belief system from the athletes was was kind of in disarray. You know, I was the third coach in in two years and whatnot. So there was there was no stability, uh, you know, within the program. And I think the athletes, you know, that I inherited at the time, they felt that and they felt that I was probably just another coach that was coming in and was going to be out the door in a couple of years. Not, so, so we had to deal with that, and you know, and, and you know, the team was just in, had been beaten up by all the changes. Uh, so yeah, so when I came in, it was just a situation where I had to roll up my sleeves and go to work and recruit good student athletes, and you know, get the, uh, you know, academics back on track. You know, academics has slipped a, a bit because of all the coaching changes, and uh, you know, we were in penalty with the NCAA as far as APR. Uh, so you know, there was a lot of things that had to be corrected, and. Um, you know, I sat down with our athletic director, Earl Hilton, and, you know, told him, hey, I, I got it. You know, I I'll take care of it. So we got our APR up. Uh, I think a couple years later we scored a perfect 1,000 on our APR. Uh, got the team out of penalty with that and, uh, you know, and steadily started building the program. You know, and, and here we are. Dwayne Ross, again, in his ninth season as the director of track and field champion, or track and field programs, that is. You could say track and field championship at North Carolina A&T joins us here on Box to Row. So, okay, so Randolph Ross Jr., your son. I mean, I'm sorry, you're a student athlete because, you know, in a, in a quote, he said, he said, my father, I mean coach. Right. So you guys have this great relationship. He wins. Right. He wins two national championships. I'm going to start with him because we, we got a lot to get to. Uh, one in the 400 meter and, and then one in the four by 400 meter relay. You know, speak about what he has been able to accomplish as a, a, a incredibly a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Just a uh, just an outstanding young man. And, uh, you know, I know some, some of you may think that's biased because he's my son, but I'm saying just an outstanding young man, very respectful to, to each and every student athlete around him, to his 
to his coaches and his peers. I mean, just just a great kid, and he works hard. He works hard, you know. So he he's very deserving uh, of what he's accomplished because he's a hard worker. It's just not genetics, you know. It's just not the DNA that he inherited. He brings the work ethic, you know. And he brings the energy, you know. He's a God-fearing young man, you know. I mean, I'm just so proud of him of what he's accomplished. He's a great student in the classroom. He has over a 3.0, and we're not so. Uh, I mean, he, like I said, he, he deserves this because he works hard for it. He, he understands what his destiny is, and, and we're big on that within our family. Uh, you know, we're, we're big on loyalty and, and, you know, our, our legacy and what we're doing uh, for each other. And he understands what his destiny is, and, uh, and, and he, he, he pushes, you know, full steam ahead with that. And when that so he is going to be just fine in, in whatever he decides to do in life. Akeem, Sir Leaf, Trevor Stewart, Daniel Stokes, and of course uh, Ross Jr. Uh, again, four by four hundred meter relay national champions. I mean, these young men have been doing something very special all track season, going back to the indoor track season as well. You know, speak about this relay team and again them winning the national championship. Yeah, you know, this is you know these guys. This this relay is. is it's not an event to them. It's, it's who they are, uh, and, and and that's been the case, you know, for years. I mean, this we haven't. I think in our conference, uh, you know, we were in the MEAC conference. We're going to the Big South now, but uh, the last seven or eight MEAC championships, uh, we have won the four by four. We have not lost it, you know, at every conference championship, uh, and and you know that's their identity. You know, they 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 love that. You know, they look forward to. Uh, the last event of the you know the championship and running that relay you know so you know that's personal for them you know so even at NC at the NCAA level you know it's it's not an event it's it's, it's you know their identity is who they are so there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to win this you know this this outdoor championship in that relay and uh, you know if you saw it, saw our first leg you know made a couple you know a couple errors in errors and in, in how he ran his his race and put us behind but. You know, that, that team, they're tight. They can depend on each other. I don't think they broke a sweat at all uh, and whatnot. But just a, a special, special group. I, I don't think there'll ever be another relay uh, team uh, put together on a collegiate level like this, man, that, that just has the same unity, the same energy, and, you know, the same, uh, you know, championship grit. I mean, they, they just want to go out and win every single time they step on the track. Dwayne Ross, again in his ninth season as the director of track and field programs, at North Carolina A&T joins us here on the program. The women's side, again, the women, we mentioned the men finishing third nationally. The women finished fourth. Cambria Sturgis wins the national championship in the 100 and 200 meters. Again, talk about her again going back when we talked back in March. She was doing some big things in indoor, translated over to outdoor. Yeah, yeah, she's been training hard. I mean, that, you know, I, I told, you know, I, I told everyone, uh, that would listen. We had a press conference with the NCAA before the meet, and I told them Cambrio's in the best shape of her life. Uh, I mean, just a special talent uh, with this young lady. Uh, but, you know, those, those championships, man, let me tell you, you know, the re- respect in this sport is big, right? And, uh, and you know, Cambria coming in here, you know, they did not give her the respect that was due. I mean, this young lady at the regional championships just two weeks ago, ran one of the fastest times, one of the top five times in the world two weeks ago, you know, before coming into NCAA championships. And they didn't even have her predicted to, to the score. And uh, I think the, the 200, I think they had her predicted to finish 
sixth or seventh in the hundred. I mean, just the like I said, just the lack of respect. You know how uh, society and media just wants to look past what they don't think uh, a championship definition is. Right? You know, they they don't look at uh, HBCUs and you know or North Carolina A&T and expect you know them to be the best there is. So they look past it, and I mean, and, and it's you know that time has has come and gone, and and you know we use that as motivation. So yeah, she knew this coming in here. She had a chip on her shoulder. You know, how can you be one of the fastest athletes in the world, you know, in your respective event, and and still get looked past and whatnot? So she had a chip on her shoulder, and I knew the minute the minute we got here, we had our first practice. I looked at one of my assistant coaches. And I said, "Hey, this girl's about to win this," and 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 she did not let me down. So I mean, just a, a hard-working young lady. Once again. Uh, similar to to my son, just you know, a good student and a good person, and I mean, she couldn't. You couldn't wish any more happiness on someone. She really deserves, you know, to be on that podium. Speaking of respect, uh, when talking about HBCUs, you said, uh, "quote," but that acronym needs to be retired if people are going to continue to misuse it. It's almost like they are saying you guys are good for an HBCU. No. We're good. Period. What What do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's it is. Uh, you know, as I mentioned before, people want to look past or find a reason. You know, instead of just saying, "Man, North Carolina A&T is the best program in the country," they gotta put a label on it. North Carolina A&T is the best program in the country for an HBCU, right? They they just refuse refuse to acknowledge what's obvious and whatnot. You know, they just they. They can't see it or they don't want to see it. It's, it's one of the two. And that's because, you know, what our society is. I, and I sincerely believe that. So, yeah, so I, I did have an uh, interview uh, a couple of days ago, and I mentioned that if, if you know, mainstream media and, and other people, if they want to keep using that acronym the wrong way, then it should just be retired. You know, because we've been – we're sick of hearing, uh, you know, they're the best HBCU. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're good and they're just an HBCU. They use it – as if it's a, um, it's, as it's a, a negative, you know. And what I tell my kids, you know, and I've been telling them this for the last nine years, right? We're extraordinary. We're champions because we're an HBCU. You know, our culture, our people, you know, who we are. You know, my kids, they hear this day in and day out. You were born to be kings and queens, and don't forget that. And it doesn't matter what we're doing in life, right? You were born, right, to be the head, not the tail. So they believe this. So when we step out on that track, they, they know, right, that it's going to take – a lot for someone to beat them, right? And it does. When we step on the track, we come to perform, right? And if you're going to beat us, you got to be at your best. It's just that simple. Why not? So, yes, that acronym, we love our culture. We love our people, right? We love the fact that we're representing all HBCUs, but you know, the world has got to, to wake up and understand that we are who we are because of that, not despite of, right? So, yeah, that acronym needs to start being used the correct way. And it's, uh, and it's for us to remind the world Right, hey, hey, this is how you use this. Right, every time they slip up and use it in an incorrect way, it's for us to tell them, no, this is how you use that, and and, and don't forget it. Well said. Dwayne Ross, again, director of track and field programs at North Carolina A&T in his ninth season, joins us here on Box to Row in the Division I Outdoor National Championships. The men finish third and the women finish Fourth, an unbelievable, not just an outdoor season, but an unbelievable indoor season for A&T track 
and field. Dwayne, really appreciate the time. We look forward to talking with you in the future and what uh, A&T Track and Field has to hold coming up next year. Hey, thank you so much, man. You guys have a good one.